today I'm talking to you on the subject of effort, self-effort and grace. Any spiritual aspirant, when he reads books on spiritual life, he discovers there is emphasis on self-effort as well as on grace. In some books and some approaches it may be the self-effort that's more emphasized. In some others it's grace. So an earnest person who wants to pursue spiritual life is apt to be confused because after all he can be one type or the other and when he sees it he finds difficulty to accept the other view. So he does not know really what exactly he has to do in these situations. Perhaps both are helpful. But it all depends upon how we use and which aspect of this seeking, seeking grace or self-effort is more dominant in us. Some people are very self-reliant. It doesn't mean that they are, don't seek grace. Even in seeking the grace, they try to put their effort first and then leave the rest to God. There's a story told, you see, in one of the Indian books. There were two saints, you see. Both of them belong to this dualistic school who believe in a God, believe in His grace. And both of them were going in the forest one day somewhere. Suddenly a tiger appeared. So one of them said, don't worry, God is there to look after. He said, it's all right. God is there, I have no doubt about it, but let us save ourselves first. So he climbed up a tree and waited. The other man sat under the tree and started <laughs> praying to God. Anyway, the tiger went its way, it was not seeking them. <laughs> so it went its way. So the man who was sitting under the tree and praying, so when the other man came down and told him, look here my friend, you, have, you lack faith in God. God will protect everybody. His grace is there on everybody. Why should you run away like that? He said, that's very true. I have no doubt when you prayed, God came and saved you. But my friend, I have got another view on this. When God has given you some brains and has given you some strength, has given you limbs, I thought I would better use it and I just climbed up the tree. Why trouble God? on an issue on which I can solve. So it all depends upon the person who takes. After all, divinity is present in everybody and it's expressing itself. But at this stage I may not be able to recognize it. But that divinity throws light on certain aspects of expression within us. So use it to your best advantage. It doesn't mean you don't seek God's help. But what He has given you, you try to use it to your best advantage and then the grace of God is there. 
So that's how each one has to look, where exactly he belongs, what his attitude is, and how he seeks help. For those who seek grace, they seem to get it that way, as happened to this saint, you see. He sat under the tree and the tiger went its way. So he thinks it's God's grace. But any reasonable man may think, perhaps it never noticed me <laughs> sitting there, it all went its way. But there is this other point of view also. Why not I climb the tree? Why call God to come all the way to save me? So it all depends upon the person. And both these dimensions are there. In spiritual life both these expressions are helpful and they guide us in properly orienting ourselves in spiritual life. But we have got to take it the way the best suited to our own expression. And we have no right to criticize and look the other way the other people may do. And another thing we have also to think, as common people most of us are, <laughs> have we achieved anything in life worthwhile without some kind of self-effort? We have achieved, I am sure, we have not achieved anything in this world without some effort. Those who think God will do and sit back, but God's grace seems to come in a very small measure, you see. Somehow they seem to survive. That is true of individuals as well as nations. So it's in the experience of all of us in our daily life that self-effort alone really helps us in everything. We also notice it that self-effort leads to a stage of selflessness or effort leads to a stage of effortlessness. So in the beginning effort has got to be. So I am sure most of us drive cars, you see. When we start driving the motor car, you know how much effort we put into learning each step of driving the car. So we may make great effort to achieve some success before we go onto the road. We have got to master it, otherwise it's very dangerous. But soon we discover we can master it and we do it so automatically afterwards. Without any effort we seem to go on. But to reach that state of effortlessness, we have put in lot of effort in the beginning. Without that effort, self-effort, we cannot reach this higher state of effortlessness. So this is true <coughs> of all activity, including spiritual life. Now often we put spiritual life or a religious life as something very separate category and we have separate rules for it. We think th things work on a different level there. It's all true when you reach that stage. But the stage at which you are now, you have got to make effort, you have got to play the rules according to the game, rules of the game. Otherwise, we, we don't understand the significance of it. So, as long 
as we have not experienced this highest truth, we have also to make effort in that direction. See, once we have reached it, then you live in that awareness. But till that time comes, one has got to make a little effort. As we go on struggling in life to achieve this spiritual awareness, in the beginning it's great effort. Gradually we reach a kind of creative pitch in this effort. At that level all our effort seems to stop and Divine Grace comes into play. Till we reach that creative pitch, we have got to keep on doing what best we can. You know, Sri Ramakrishna used to say, it is like a sailing boat, you know. He lived on the bank of a river, you see. So his, his lot of illustrations are, are boatmen and fishermen and all that. So if there is a boat sailing, or just on the waters, it looks as if the it is still, there is no blowing of the wind at all. But if you unfurl the sail, there is a certain amount of movement of air and it catches it and the boat starts moving. So that much self-effort is very essential that we must unfurl the sail. Grace of God is there always, there is no question about it. It's there, ready helping hand is available. But I must hold it. That choice is given to human beings to discriminate and act. And human effort is a must even in spiritual life. Even in Christianity where there is so much emphasis on grace of God, look at the lives of any of the saints. How much effort they have put in? They never spared themselves. If God's grace was there, why did they not sit back? No. That shows a little effort is very essential and then only grace comes into the picture.